It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. TBD to be to be to be to be to be determined. Well, it's Saturday morning, whether it was on your things to do list or not, and your weekend is still too. Be determined. Welcome to To Be Determined. I am Second Half Chaz, and as always, we've got some great handicapper guests. I always tell people, pay attention, and if you're going to make one bet this weekend, you got to listen to these guys. Whenever something's got to give because the heads are butting on the lines, we're going to uh, we're going to go out to Mo from the Mo Radio Show. Mo, welcome to the show as always, and it's a pretty exciting time to be a sports fan, no doubt about that, huh? Yeah, basketball's back, hockey's back, baseball is thank God almost over because the Cubs suck. Football's in full swing. It's, it's hard to believe that uh, you know we're almost halfway through the football season already. No, we've got a, literally a month left, uh, and college football's over. The week of Thanksgiving is the last week of college football you know they've got we've got the army navy game a couple weeks later in between the heisman but uh then it's just bowl games and uh see who's in the in the final four but uh we're not going to talk uh any college we're going to talk mostly nfl on your plays this week so you have had an incredible run of picking winners while at the same time not making the right choice when it comes to hedging i mean you're like Five and one going the wrong way. What's going on with that? Yeah, you know, I hit a couple of five-teamers last week. But, uh, you know, I'll tell you, the last few weeks where I've had big success is uh, same-game parlays on touchdown scores. Uh, I think uh, I won uh, damn near $800 last week on same-game parlays with touchdown scores. Yeah, well, and and again, when you're when you're watching the game, don't get me wrong, they could still drop the ball in the end zone. Sure. You know? Uh, stuff they can double cover them and, and they change it up you know early in the game anything's possible but it really breaks it down it's kind of like fantasy but betting yeah you know last week i did a uh, same game parlay sunday night with the colts picked two of the touchdown scores and he carson wentz to throw for over 149.5 yards in that wet wet weather and the last last possession of the game he got made it to 150 yards so uh knocked out about 200 bucks no, yeah, on that one it was, yeah. uh, it was it was pretty crazy. Uh, that rain was coming down, no doubt about it. All right, so uh, let's let's do this. Let's have a play, and then we'll go to break. Come back, talk about a couple more plays, and see how many tickets we can cash. Well, this week I'm going to be at this game live. I'm picking the Colts Titans game. The Titans come in a pretty hot team, knocking off Buffalo and Kansas City. Uh, you know it, they've got uh, a good running game, a good receiving core when they're healthy. The Colts have been no slouches, though. I mean, the guy with the uh, highest QBR in the league the last few weeks has been Carson Wentz. The Colts are giving points in this game at home, which is is weird to me when the Titans uh, have just dominated good competition. Man, I, I hate to do this because I'm going to the game, but I'm taking the Titans on the money line. I'm taking the uh, under, I think... Yeah, I'm going to take the under the 51, and then uh, I'm going to do a same-game parlay with anytime touchdown scores. This one I'm going easy. I'm, uh, I'm taking the two big horses. I'm taking Jonathan Taylor and uh, Derrick Henry to be anytime touchdown scores. Two good running backs, two good running backs, no doubt about it. You know what? The, the, the Titans team total for the game went over in the first half last week. Talk about yeah. it. Being able to turn over to a movie and watching Sound of Music or something. <laughs> and, the, 
and the Colts, I keep telling people, I, you've heard me say these words this year. It's seven or eight weeks in a row. The Colts team total keeps cashing for me. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing we know, you won't have to worry about weather impacting your stay, right? No, not at all. Uh, you know, it's nice when they open the roof, but it's really nice when it's a nice uh, 75 degrees inside. Right, exactly. And this time of year, you know, storms come out quick. So you, you definitely don't want to have to... Uh, to uh, worry about uh, what you know, layering, wearing two different sets of clothes, or you know, don't get me wrong. You saw the 49er game, right? With the with the mm -hmm. plastic bags. I did that once for a Rolling Stones concert in the mud. It's kind of like a, a, a four hour Woodstock thing, but I didn't have to step in anybody's pee or anything. But you know <laughs> what? It's overrated. <laughs> I don't know if I would do it again. And that was the Rolling Stones when they were big. Not that they're not big now. All right. So when it we come back from break, what we're going to do is a uh, we're going to see if we get some more winners. Now, remember, you're talking to a guy who I think the last time he was on the show was 7-0. and You're listening to Something's Gotta Give with Mo from the Mo Radio Show. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Something's Gotta Give. When you know what? Something's Gotta Give. Sometimes you're looking at it you say, this cannot continue. Something's Gotta Give. Either one team or the other. And we talk about it with a guy who... Picks winners. I mean, golly gee, the dude hit a 10-teamer. You don't need to, to say you're lucky to hit a 10-teamer. You got to know what you're doing to hit a 10-teamer. Uh, so, Mo, let's let's talk some NFL football. All right. Uh, game two, I'm going uh, Patriots at the Chargers. Chargers were uh, just flat out uh, embarrassed their game before the bye. Uh, they look like a team who didn't show up for that football game. I am going to... Take the Chargers, give the four. Um, I'm not uh, betting any of the team totals on this one. However, I am doing a uh, three-person parlay with anytime touchdown scores. I'm going Jared Cook, the tight end from the Chargers, Austin Eckler, and uh, my favorite who tends to always hit for me in these, uh, Mike Williams from the Chargers. So I'm taking those three on an anytime TD score parlay. You know, Mike Williams is finally coming into what we thought he was going to be. Remember when the when the Chargers got him, and I say we, uh, you know, I'm not really a Chargers fan, but they were here when he came out, and then he got hurt right away, I think. And uh, and but he he's just a beast; he can catch the ball too. Man. Yeah, he was a guy that the Colts actually tried to sign him in free agency because they they didn't know if the Chargers were going to pay him, and uh, he wound up he wound up going back to the Chargers, which as a Colts fan. Uh, you know, made me sad, but I'll tell you, uh, you know, that kid can just flat out fly and, uh, you know, he's hit for me in almost every game this year. So, uh, I'll love him cause he keeps making me money. Yeah. And uh, you know, they shove the charger games down our throats here. And so of course, Coast, whether we want them or not, <laughs> and, you know, Eckler scores almost every game. Yeah. All right. So final game, final game, uh, you know, another team that, uh, has uh, done very well for me. Uh, this year, uh, they've cashed a bunch of tickets. I'm taking uh, Tommy, Tommy Brady, and the uh, Bucks minus the four and a half. I'm going to give the four and a half. I'm taking the over of on the 50 points uh, combined total for the game. I'm also now these. This is where I've made some good money this year with these guys. Gronk's back, uh, so I'm taking a four-person parlay with this game. Uh, I'm taking Gronk, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, and Alvin Kamara. All the score anytime touchdowns. 
uh, and that uh, you know with the uh, twenty dollar bet will be about uh, three hundred to four hundred dollar payout. So yeah, and again, you know, Brady is just what they're doing. It's just un unprecedented. I mean, we had a situation where they were the third team in a parlay last week for us for the first half, and it was as easy a, a W as I have had in, in a long time. And all they every time I looked again, it was another score and another score. So yeah. And he spreads it around. You probably could do with that one team, you could do a sixth player prop on touchdowns and you'd have a shot. You would have a legitimate shot. A couple of the running backs and four receivers because they're just scoring so many points. They really are. And you know what's funny about it is I was listening to uh, Tom Brady on uh, Monday or Tuesday after the game and uh, you know they just destroyed the Bears. And the one thing that ticked him off was the uh, pass where he missed Cameron Braid in the end zone, which would have been his fifth touchdown pass. Uh, I mean, there's no doubt about it that Tom Brady is, is trying to win the MVP at 44 because that feat I don't think will ever be touched again. Uh, he's playing out of his mind. Uh, Antonio Brown's probably not going to play. May go on the IR. Uh, so you'll get uh, some Mike Evans love, maybe some Chris Godwin. But, uh, you know, they've, they've really kind of figured out the running back by committee thing, and, and Leonard Fournette has become the guy. Uh, when it comes down to touchdown time. So, uh, you know, I just, these, uh, I, I, I'm new with doing the anytime touchdown uh, parlay, same game parlays this year, but uh, it's been very profitable so far. Well, they, uh, well, remember, this is part of the evolution of, of sports betting. They didn't offer it. Right. It, it really, it almost had to be a big game for you to get who was going to score the first touchdown. Now you can parlay them. So, it's it, it just the evolution. But remember, if the word says parlay, uh, the, the house has the advantage. So you have to hit them because if that's all you bet, you end up losing. You got to you got to hit them when you do. And you've done it all, all season long. And I'm yeah, just he, assuming you'll continue. Yeah. You know, and I had never done the touchdown thing because it was you, you know, who had won back to back a few years in a row with those on the Super Bowl. And I was like, man, I want to get in on that. And then when they made it part of sports betting. Uh, on a on a game by game basis, I was like, wow, you know, this is this is fun. No, I, and, and when the Rams uh, and the Patriots played, I cashed three tickets: the first, the last, and the player on the because there was only one touchdown in the game. And and I've got that clipping, and I'm gonna. That's what they're gonna show at my eulogy. So just so you know, <laughs> it's one of my proudest moments. Sure, I love my kids. My marriage is solid, but that's one of my proudest moments. All right, Bob, we'll catch you next time. All right, bud. One of the best parts about Saturday mornings on To Be Determined is not just wake and bake. It's we get to have Saturdays in Canada with Blackhawk West. Wes, it's been a pretty interesting season for our first season covering Canadian Football League here on the show. Yeah, it, it has. It's always exciting. And I'm glad that we're doing this. I, I love the CFL. It's just a, it's a different brand and it's really cool to watch. And, and at this point, you know, Winnipeg is a playoff team. So we know who one of our four is. Uh, no surprise. They've lost one game all season. Nobody scores on them. And at this point, their quarterback is leading the league in, in, in yardage. And it's pretty easy to do. Take some chances when you know your defense is going to allow points. But, uh, you know, right behind them, there's an interesting battle for second between Sask and Calgary. You know, Sask can be very streaky up and down. And, and uh, they're just those two just went at it for the last three out of four weeks. And uh, Calgary is looking strong. Their defense has come on. They're getting they're getting points. So who secures that second playoff spot in the West right behind them? 
Uh, that's certainly going to be interesting. And then, you know, looking over there, it's a three-person, it's a three-team race between Montreal, Toronto, and Hamilton uh, for the top two spots. So I don't think this season we're going to have we're going to have the steal where a team moves from the west to the east because they're actually better than the second place. I, I think we're going to get two and two. And then we've had some interesting trades take place in, in this last couple weeks. Uh, Montreal put their starting quarterback, Vernon Adams Jr., on the six-week IR. Then they made a trade to Ed, with Edmonton for Trevor Harris a couple weeks ago, although Harris hasn't started yet. And then um, and then there was a trade for Nick Arbuckle. So Arbuckle is off in Edmonton now. And so it, starting quarterbacks and starting quality quarterbacks moving around, you don't see a lot of that in the NFL. <laughs> not midseason, that's for sure. Uh, you know, uh, no. don't get me wrong. You see quarterbacks move, but not starting quarterbacks. No, and it's it's different. You know, the CFL is different. They don't have the same resources as as you know an SEC team or or the NFL. So, um, you know, you see injuries a little bit more frequently. And I don't know the reasoning for it, but um, but you just see you have to you have to have a bench of quarterbacks to make it through the season. So it, it's going to be an exciting finish. It's going to be an exciting finish, and and I don't think anybody can argue with Winnipeg being the best team. I'd like to see Winnipeg play against uh, against the Cleveland Browns. There you go. So 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 let's make sure we're clear. Uh, it's week thirteen of sixteen. Correct. They're all going to play sixteen games, or they're going to play fifteen games. Well, I, I apologize. It is week thirteen, uh, and I believe we're going to. It's it's week. We're going to twenty. Okay. My, my apologies. Okay. Oh no 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 no. You, you are correct. We are going to sixteen. Right. So, but so we, because of the buys, they're not all going to yeah. have. 16 games. They're all going to have the same amount of games. Yep. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be, what, 14? Or, or is it a 14-game season? Or do you remember? Yes. It's I, all I, different. Yeah, I, I believe it's 14. Yeah, so if you're a 10-1 in a 14-game season, there's no no wonder there's an asterisk next to your name that you've already clinched, right? Yeah, they're they're just, they're on, I mean, they're in a, in a world of their own. All right, so when we get back from break, we're going to go in and, and cash them. You're listening to Saturdays in Canada with Blackhawk West. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Saturdays in Canada with Blackhawk West. Now, Blackhawk West, we, we talked earlier about, you know, the haves and the haves nots, but there really are. There's a, a chunk of teams sitting there, no different than the NFL, right in the middle between, you know, six and four and three and seven kind of thing. If you could say there's one team right now that doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs, is going to have a playoff run push, who would it be? They're sitting in a playoff spot right now, and they're actually first place. I don't think Montreal Alouettes are going to do it. I don't think uh, the transition between putting Vernon Adams Jr. Uh, on, on the injury on the injury uh, IR and then bringing in Trevor Harris, asking him to adjust to a new offense. And Montreal's offense ha has so much to do with Vernon Adams being able to run around and be a dual threat. Andrew Harris, or I'm sorry, Trevor Harris is not running around and making teams miss. He is not a mobile quarterback. He's great with his arm, but I, I see that transition costing Montreal the, the playoff spot. And it's unfortunate because they can score a lot of points and they've, they've cashed for us quite a few times. But I see that East Division finishing, you know, one, two, uh, Toronto, Hamilton or, or vice versa. But I think Montreal is going to be out. Yeah. One of the things that that's great about having the easy sports data now for uh, CFL is this time of the season. Now we're starting to see, remember in the beginning, 
they were having they had six games but four or five were at home and only one or two were on the road so you couldn't get a read for whether these teams are playing differently now as you know some teams don't play differently on the road and if you're 10 and one you're obviously in that list and again if you're ottawa it doesn't matter where you're going to play because you're going to probably stink but we're going to look for some of those things and, and we're going to see we talked about it with our a show on Thursday night, we saw some trends with some teams that in the second half specifically. So let's look at Saturday in Canada. So the first game we're looking at Saturday in Canada is BC going to Toronto. And this ties into what you had just mentioned. So Toronto and the amount of points they score on the road versus at home, two totally different teams. Uh, on the road, they're about 18, 19 points. At home, they're averaging right around 27, 28 points a game. So Toronto can score score some points at home. That's a very tough place for opponents to, to come into. Now, looking at this game, there, there's, there's some different factors. BC has not scored points in the last, in the last couple of weeks. So they're not a team that's able to score the 28 that we can predict Toronto to be scoring at home. Although BC is getting lucky Whitehead back, I don't know what his ball security is going to be like. I, there's no doubt that, that they're Offensive struggles the last couple of weeks come from one, Lucky Whitehead being out, and two, playing against Winnipeg. That'll make anybody look bad. So Lucky Whitehead coming back, I don't know the ball security and what that'll be. That'll certainly give them a boost if he's able to hold the ball or even catch the ball. This is a broken hand that the man had surgery on, and that's that's certainly a big deal for a wide receiver and a guy that carries the ball. So three three and a half points, I, I hate to do it, but we're, we're chalk again. Toronto at home, they're just going to be able to put up so many points um, that, that I, I'm, we're going to lay the three and a half. We're going to take Toronto. They're in a playoff fight. The game means more. And at home, we can count on 28 points. Yeah, and, and they really have. They've had, let's see, one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven of their last eight games have gone over. And most of the time, it was because they were the ones scoring the points. Yep. All right. So that is the uh, that's the early morning game. That's at one o'clock Eastern, and then we go to uh, four o'clock Eastern. So the four o'clock game, Saskatchewan is going to Montreal. Um, Sask is coming off of just a, a, a grind, hard fought series with with Calgary. Really difficult defense. Uh, Montreal, with all that's gone on at the quarterback position, I don't know that they're going to be able to score points with Cody Fajardo. Their defense is going to have to do a lot. Because coming from playing what that Calgary defense has looked like to playing against Montreal, it doesn't matter home or away. Uh, it's it's going to feel like nothing. So as much as as much as I hate to do it, I'm going all chalk this week. I'm going to lay the one and a half and take Sask, take Cody on the road. Powell is probably going to have a very big game. Montreal is not the best defensively, and they're also not very good against the rush. Um, this this is probably going to be a, a, a most outstanding player type moment for Cody Fajardo going into Montreal. Yeah. And really those, the four lines, I mean, except the Ottawa game, which we talked about uh, on Thursday, the two games for Saturday, those lines are not bad lines for, for, you know, a, a, a team to cover. You, know, you don't mind, you know, you, we talked about it on the NFL this week. There's four games that are double digits. There's only yeah. 15 contests and four of them are double digits. Yeah, and the lines in the CFL are very different because you get the single. And they, they take the voluntary safety, which it can be very frustrating if you have never watched a Canadian football game before to see the team take the voluntary safety. But you got to keep in mind, the goalpost is on the actual goal line. So 
the 50, if, if a team is on the 50 yard line, um, that's a 62 yard kick. So, and it's 110 yard, it's 110 yard field. So to get into that second half of the field, it's, it, if you break the 50 yard line, it's almost, or the center line, it's almost an automatic field goal. So you'd rather give them two than give them three for a shot at getting, at getting seven. But that can be very frustrating. Some of these lines are odd because of it. Well, yeah, and, and again, it's a 20-yard end zone, so you could see where if you're catching the ball 17 yards deep in the end zone and the other team is coming at you, giving up that point might be the smart thing to do. And, and a lot of teams do it. They take the voluntary safety, and that's, that's just the way it goes. But the, these are going to be some interesting games this week, the lucky Whitehead and his impact on BC specifically. Yeah, so so before we let you go, a- anything else, any a- any uh, team total or a prop or anything for Canadian football Saturday jumping out at you? I, I like I like these plays. I think that BC Toronto in the over uh, that's one worth looking at. That I mean that's that's one worthwhile. But I, I feel really good about about these spreads. I think these this is a really good spot, and these teams are some of the teams that are not going to make the playoffs. I think we can count on them to keep losing. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Remember, we talk about that for years and years and years. Sometimes it's not who you're betting, it's who you're betting against. Very true. Hey? Hey? Buddy, we'll talk to you next time. Always be cashing. Hey, it's soccer time with Hector. And and I got to say, Hector, that it's pretty cool because we're betting on USL. It's uh, And they're they're running to the playoffs. So now, you know, we've had, I don't know, not close to a couple months of you guys have uh, been listening to Hector give you winners and tell you about the, the division. So we're focusing on the Western Conference in the uh, uh, Pacific Division, but the loyal games are on TV. Yep. So I get to watch it. It's really pretty cool. Yeah, we can watch them here locally. They'll be showing them nationally and stuff. And uh, that's the cool thing about ESPN+. Plus. You can stream pretty much all the games, USL. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. So when we talked about it earlier today, when we were kind of figuring out uh, how we're going to do it, and, and as always, I, I like to make them sweat out those picks. So we're going to get those second two picks in the end. But before we go, right now, it looks like a Phoenix Rising is the best team in the in the Pacific. Yeah, they're still waiting on one score. I think it's against uh, either New – no, it's uh, El Paso Locomotive. So El Paso can take them over if they win and, and Phoenix loses. And if they finish tied, I think Phoenix has the tiebreaker. So they're sitting pretty for the best record in the conference right now. And then for the Western Conference, but the Pacific Division, Orange County, San Diego Loyal are kind of neck and neck for second place. Yeah, San Diego Loyal suffered a couple of hard losses recently, one against Orange County, 1-0 at their place. And then they lost a home game 4-3 against Oakland Roots. So it's a really it's a it's a crazy end of the season, like for a lot of teams right now, trying to get in, trying to get good seating. So San Diego, San Diego Loyals is one of the teams in the mix right now. Well, yeah, and that was the game where, uh, in live action, betting the over worked out real well, I remember, because uh, it was low scoring for a while, and then it was 3-1, to one, right? They were losing. Yeah. And then they tied it up. And, and so every time in live action in soccer, if you don't bet live action in soccer, and again, if you don't bet soccer, you're missing out. That's kind of what I tell people. But what happens is, You'll get choices. So it'll, it'll go up to three and a half, four and a half, five and a half, six and a half. And of course, the odds will vary. But the best part is when you hop on it early and then all of a sudden the bet you have at plus money 
isn't even on the board anymore because they've scored so many goals. It's really a pretty good spot to be in, no doubt about it. Yeah, that was a crazy game. Seven goals. That was ridiculous, yeah. man. Yeah. All right, so uh, talk to us about your first play. My first play is going to be the uh, early game or early-ish game. It'll be 7 o'clock evening time. Sorry, my cat's trying to get in the way here. Get out of here. And uh, pretty much I'm going to go with uh, Oakland Roots to win at home against Sporting Kansas City 2. They need to win to get in, and they need L.A. to lose. So pretty much or draw. And uh, I think uh, I think they're going to pull it off. They showed a good uh, offensive streak and uh, good tactics, and they were really efficient against San Diego Loyal. They'll be playing at home against the worst, one of the worst teams in the league. I think they're the second worst team in the league in Sporting Kansas City, too. And uh, they got all the momentum behind them, dude. They're like Cinderella story because they played like in the third division the year before. And they moved up to the USL Championship, which is second division. And now they're on the brink of making the playoffs and being at home and having all the momentum behind them. I think I'm going to go with Oakland Roots at 7 o'clock to uh, starting at 7 to uh, beat uh, Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, and, and again – at the, that last game of the year, you, you got nothing else. You're going to give 100% whether you stink or not, you know? Um, the, I love that name, though. I love that name. What's that name again? Sporting Kansas City? Yeah. So that's the they, – they have two teams like that, right? Yeah, the Major League Soccer one, Sporting Kansas City, and these guys are Sporting Kansas City too, so they're like the second team, you know? Okay. I like that. I like that name. All right, so when we come back from break, we're going to uh, talk a couple more – uh, games and you're getting some playoffs playoffs with soccer time with hector it is the worldwide sports radio network welcome back to soccer time with hector now when, when you're betting soccer there's a lot of opportunities remember all we're talking about is the one bet is the game of, of what you're playing but I'm telling you right now, soccer, if you're betting it live, is really, really profitable. We've had so many times where the team was minus 234 to start the game. They go down one nothing. It gets about the 60th minute, and they're still down one nothing. Now, the next day, you're going to see that it was 3-1, to one, but they're down one nothing at the 62nd minute. You hop on them at plus 600 sometimes. So yeah. it really is. If you're not betting soccer, you're missing out. So we've got uh, – you gave us the first play. Now, all these plays, Hector, really involve teams that are uh, trying to get in the playoffs. Yeah, well, Oakland is for sure. And then my next one is also, like, in the cusp of making the playoffs or missing the playoffs, LA Galaxy 2. This is my cat, by the way. And uh, they're going to be playing at home uh, against Orange County. Uh, that's a trip because the Oakland game starts at 7 and their game starts at 7.30. So they'll know how Oakland's doing before they, their kickoff. So they know if Oakland's going to be taking the lead or they're tied, so they're going to be basing their adjustments maybe. they got to go for the win anyway because they have to assume that Oakland's going to going to be trampled on Sporting Kansas City too. They're, like I said, one of the worst teams in the league. So they have to go into that mindset that they have to win to get in kind of thing. They're one point up on Oakland right now. And they played Orange County pretty well this season. They played them three times. They haven't lost yet. They got two wins and one draw. And they would love to be the spoiler for Orange County, which is Orange County's trying to get this two seed. It's between them and San Diego Loyal to see who gets the two seed in the playoffs. So a, a game at home, final game of the season. If they lose, they're at, probably going to be out because uh, Oakland is going to win, I think. And, uh, yeah, it should be a good game. I'm going to go with LA Galaxy 2 to win this one at home. Yeah, and, again, you know, I'm looking at the numbers, and that's where they're all. They're all kind of clustered together between, you know, 38 and 49. And if only uh, two of them get in. And you can pick up three points, and you can hop over people. There's no doubt about it. 
Yeah, and LA Galaxy also has to worry about another game, which I'm not going to touch. It's the Phoenix Rising versus Tacoma game. Tacoma can still get into, even though they got to beat Phoenix at Phoenix, which is probably next to impossible. But it's also possible because Tacoma's got to win to get in also and, and hope, uh, hopefully for them, LA Galaxy loses. So there's three teams vying for that last playoff spot. Well, the, so you mentioned it with the, the other game, but it's the same thing. If, if the Phoenix Rising game is after El Paso, and they know that El Paso lost, so they clinched, or they know that El Paso won, so they've got to win. That that's an opportunity there because if you clinch, there's no way you're gonna kill yourself for 90 minutes, right? Why yeah, you're not gonna risk injuries, you're not gonna oh, risk anything exactly. negative and stuff. So I'll be surprised if the league doesn't make that adjustment because it is an unfair advantage tactically to one team over over another. So if they keep it the same, I think I, they still got to go for the win. Oakland's got to go for the win. LA's got to go for the win. And Tacoma's got to go for the win. But in terms of psychology, knowing that the other team behind you already has the lead, it's going to be like added pressure, you know? Yeah, because that game's at, at 630, the El Paso game, right? Uh, yeah, you're talking about El Paso. and uh, Well, right, because and, we're yeah. talking about the number one spot in the league. If El Paso loses the early game, Phoenix Rising could totally let down in, their, in that game against yeah. Tacoma. Exactly. And that's an hour. So, yeah, they're going to know. An hour of, is the first half anyway. You're going to get the yeah. first half. In. Before we get to your last pick, okay, remember, next week is Breeders' Cup. There's, there's not a shot hell I'm going to be watching any soccer next Friday or next Saturday because it's like the World Series of horse racing. But uh, I wanted to remind you that because I know it's going to be the beginning of the playoffs. So you and I will talk, but we're just not going to record anything. Yeah, that's cool. All right, talk to us. Yeah, San Diego Loyal. They're fighting for the two seed, like I said, against Orange County. They've lost back-to-back -back games. They suffered a big injury with their best defender, Josh Yarrow, being out. I don't know if he'll be, he'll be back for the game against Sacramento. But uh, for them, they're already in the playoffs. They, they really want to get that second seed because that'll mean a home game for them in the first round of the playoffs. And at Toro Stadium, it gets the vibe is super, super crazy. Uh, I think they'll pull it off against Sacramento. Sacramento's already been elim eliminated from the playoff race. It's at Sacramento, which will be kind of tricky. And they would love to play spoiler, but I think they'll bounce back from the last two games. They're going to win this one. So it'll be Oakland winning, L.A. winning, and San Diego Loyal winning, which would mean in the playoffs it'll be Phoenix Rising number one in their division, Loyal number two in their division, Orange County number three, and L.A. Galaxy gets the fourth seed. And that would be the first ever home playoff game for the Loyal. Yeah, it's only their second season. And uh, they've done a great job. Obviously, everybody had to deal with COVID last season and this season and stuff. It's, it's crazy. But I think if they get in and they'll be happy to get a home playoff game from there, you never know. Cinderella stories is all about in any sport is playing great, great at the right time and not having That's all that matters. That's all that matters. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next time. Take it easy. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Good morning, San Diego. Welcome to Wake and Bake. Here on to be determined. You know what? Before we get into getting some winners for Tommy, Tommy, uh, we got a lot of big things happening. We got the uh, college football. You got some really big games in the conference. You're going to talk about it in a minute. We've got Breeders' Cup coming up. But I got to ask you a question. That has nothing to do with any of that. Do you ever get your stuff delivered? Do you ever get your 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 cannabis products delivered to your house? I have. I have gotten it delivered, but uh, um, I'd rather not pay to get it delivered so and there's so many places that i can throw a rock at from my house that i'll just drive over there and pick it up yeah and i understand the convenience i i'm not getting my butcher to to 
order online either. I would like to see the meat, you know, but for me, because you know what? We grew up when you, you had to go down to parts of town you really didn't want to have to go down to to get $5 yeah. worth of sun. You really weren't sure where you're getting $5 worth yeah. of. So these are like candy stores. I, I, I said to somebody, for me, going into like, remember when they had that store, Toys R Us? <laughs> in yeah. the old days? Going into a Toys R Us at Christmas time or one of those stores in New York at Christmas time, you know, the Schwartz and Toy stores. That's what going into a dispensary for me is. Why would I want to take that pleasure away? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't mind. Most of the people are really nice now. They're really stoned most of the time. But have you not noticed now more and more, if you, if you got a decent place, there's almost always going to be some kind of line because they're pretty, you know, it's, it's there's a guy there with a gun usually. So it's pretty strict. But yeah. the demographics, right? Oh, my God. Old ladies, young guys, young girls, old guys. I mean, it's, it's uh, crazy. Yeah. All races and uh, it's America. Your orientation. A, a line at a dispensary is America. It really is. Yep. All um, right. So yeah, I like to go, go to a new one all the time because I get the freebies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, it's no different with sports books, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. They they always load you up with the freebies. They want to keep you coming back. Yep. Um. So yeah. So so one of the things that I like talking with you about is is college football because really we don't talk as much college football on the other shows, but. Bottom line is Saturday morning at nine o'clock is really, really early. There's no doubt about it. It yep. really is. And to, to to do it right, you almost have to have looked at it the night before, right, Tommy? Yeah. 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 I mean, I start looking at them usually like this afternoon is when I started looking at them. Well, right, because you know what well, we record this on Thursday to play on Saturday. So if it's uh let's see, what time would it be if it is right before noon? New York time, and you're watching this, then uh, hopefully you're, you woke and baked too. Waked and baked? Is it past tense? It would be waked. They have waked and baked. Woke and baked. Yeah. I yeah. was. Uh, I wasn't really getting stoned much in English class in high school. I learned yeah. a few things. All right, so let's do this. Let's pick a game. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, talk about a couple more because it is a big uh, – well, really, this time of year, Tommy, with only, uh, what, a handful of, or less weeks ago, every game's a big game if you're undefeated or got one loss. Yeah, no, you're you're 100 percent right, and uh, and the especially the Big Ten games this weekend, they're gonna be, you know, they're gonna they're gonna, you know, foretell what's gonna happen, you know, you know, the day after Thanksgiving, you know. So let's see what happens. You know, um, the first game I like is uh, I'm gonna stay pretty much in the Midwest for all these games. First game I like is I like Tulane, believe it or not, plus the 26 against I think a really 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 overrated Cincinnati team. I um they they got them ranked 2 and I think if uh Ohio State played them 20 times Ohio State would win 19. Um I, you know I uh they haven't lost but then again they don't play anybody. So um I mean they're like uh they play in that crappy conference, you know, and uh you know it's just like Boise State, you know, they used to have one tough game a year and then they would run the table, you know, in the old days. They're not getting the players that they used to get, but yeah, that's how I feel about Cincinnati. I just I'm not sold on Cincinnati, and the coaches aren't sold on them. Um, uh, the playoff people aren't sold on them because they have them outside the playoff right now. So um, yeah, I'm gonna take Tulane and I'm gonna take the 26 points. I mean, if someone's gonna give me almost four touchdowns, I'm gonna take them. You know, especially Tulane can score a bit, and they play. And, uh, you know what? They play really well at home. They have for a few years now. 
because I know that from looking at my easy sports data, you see long term and they've they've done well at home. Uh, you like you said, that's just so many points. And it's not like Cincinnati is steamrolling people. No, no. I mean, they could they almost lost two weeks ago. And uh, yeah, I, I when I picked against them again, I don't remember on your show, I picked against them. And uh, they almost lost. They were given like 22, and they won by three points. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to take Tulane in the points. Now, now there's a possibility that Tulane gets boat raised. But, you know. Um, that whole thing, that whole thing about they call it gambling for a reason is never more clear than when you're on Wake and Bake. We'll be right back. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Wake and Bake, or should I say good morning, San Diego? It's like barely 9 o'clock here in San Diego. But you know what? We're going to cash tickets either way. Well, if you think about it, Tommy, there's some of those games where they're over in London. Uh, that Now, they're usually terrible games, but if you're betting you're up that early, it sure is a lot better with a, 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 a little one-hitter and a, an espresso. You know? I'll, I'm going to have to shoot you dead straight. I wake up at halftime of those games typically on Sunday. So, no, no, of course. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's not hard to because for, they start at 6.30, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm up at uh, I'm up uh, at by, uh, you know, by 8.45 or so, usually on a Sunday morning. That's the one day I sleep past 7 o'clock. I, so, I, uh, what I'll normally do is I'll do your parlay, which is I set an amount. I don't always, don't, don't always do a CEDO, but I go to bed with a – Whatever I picked and whatever I got, so side and total parlay for the first half. And then if it wins, I'm rolling it over now. All of a sudden, now I'm paying attention. All right, so talk to us. Two more games. All right, uh, I'm going to go into the Big Ten. I'm going to take uh, Iowa on the money line. They're getting points. They're ranked eighth. I think they can win the game outright. And uh, if I think they can win the game, why not take the money line? I get a couple extra, you know, get a couple extra bucks out of the deal. And um, the other game I like is, uh, unfortunately, I like the team up north to beat uh, the Spartans. The team up north, for people that aren't in the know, is uh, the Wolverines. I don't even like to say the M word. But anyway, (laughs) um, yeah, I think that they're a better team. Could you? I think I've read somewhere where you could get kicked out of a Facebook group if you say the word. Yeah, I mean, especially especially Thanksgiving week, if you say the word. Most if most uh, groups like that, you're not even allowed to put write the letter M. You have to put an X <laughs> instead of the letter M. Yeah, but uh, I just think they're a little bit better. I mean, the, what they both have in common though is they both almost lost to Rutgers. So, <laughs> and and Rutgers, you know, I don't know if this is a family friendly atmosphere, but Luck, Rutgers is ass. They're yeah, just they, terrible. I mean, yeah, they, they don't have any good players. They don't have a you know they don't have a defense. They don't have an offense. So. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna take. I have to take that team up north minus the four points, and uh, you know that's uh, that's those are my picks, and I'm sticking with them. Yeah, well, you know that that Iowa money line. I always tell people I don't look at the point spread. I look at what I look at, and I decide who I like because again, the point spreads are a number decided by one human being and changed up or down based on actions of other human beings. I don't like human beings, so I don't know. <laughs> Hear what they say. You know, yeah, I like dogs better myself. I like horses. I like dogs. You know, give me a good animal. Yeah. During the pandemic, animals were the bomb, weren't they? Humans yeah. were just screwing it up right and left, but the animals were consistent. Uh, uh, so, yeah, why would you not take the extra bump? Now, a lot of times what I like to do is I'll cover it both ways. 
as long as they win the game, I'm going to do okay. Yeah. I mean, as long as they, as long as they, get, they win with the points, I'm going to do okay. But if they actually win the game outright, then it's a really, really good day. And then, as you know, all you got to do is put that plus 150 with another little parlay uh, team that's a plus, and, and now you're getting three-to-one money, three-teamer exactly. money. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know me. I'm right, a uh, small-to-win big guy. Yeah, so so we will not be waking and baking <laughs> in front of a camera. Well, that's not even true. We won't be waking and baking uh, on a podcast next week. Who knows what I'll be videotaping from Delmar because we're hoping, Tommy, if everything goes well, we're going to snag ourselves a couple tickets. We may not be there for all nine of the races Saturday, but I don't know if I can get in for a handful of bucks and see four of the five races. I'm a happy man, you know? You know, that day that we went up to uh, Santa Anita a couple of years ago, that was one of my favorite days ever. You know, that, oh, it was, and it was easy, was wasn't it? It was yeah. easy. It wasn't yeah. hard. Was Big-ass parking lot. Delmar's a little tougher because it's, it's on the water, so you can't Leaving. park it really. Leaving was tough. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there was only one shuttle for like a thousand yeah. people. Yeah, but uh, everybody was pretty cool about it, you know. Um, no, it was it yeah, was a great was a good it was a great time, and it is it's it's the World Series of Poker's horse racing style. Yeah. And we got uh, Roscoe's chicken and waffles that yeah. night too. No doubt. All right, man. We will talk to you next time. Sounds good, buddy. For, thanks for joining us here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, Belly Up Sports, and the Sports Betting Channel on two. Be determined because your weekend is. It's to be determined. And I'm telling you, if you listen to these guys, you will cash tickets. How do I know that? Because every single week they do it. Oh, my goodness. And that one week where everybody except Wes was perfect. It was an 11-2 and two weekend. So many times Mo will sweep the board or Hector will sweep the board or our guest on Wake and Bake. Now, Tommy is a unique better because when he goes in, he goes in big and we're always excited to cash tickets when we follow him. That's the that's what we're here for, to always be cashing. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.